When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Roger. Is there anything that Lionel Messi is better than you at? It's opinion. I respect your opinion. Maybe in your opinion, Messi is better than me. But in my mind, I'm better than him. Yes, guys, I'm Si. Welcome to Ace Podcast Nation. Welcome to the home of Rodri Giggs on football for 45 minutes of non-stop football chat. And uh, as always, brutally honest opinions, substandard analysis from myself, maybe a bit slightly higher level from Rodri now and again. But uh, big shout out to all the uh, new followers, new subscribers, etc. Appreciate you all, guys. Make sure you drop your comments, all that like like the video, share, all that stuff is good. Did some big numbers yesterday on the Cardiff City show, which was nice to see. Hopefully we can carry that on this evening as well. Um, but as always, we'll be talking football, so you know, get involved in the conversation. Uh, so just as we do wait for some of the, the latecomers and the stragglers, we always like to do the uh, the Super Six Prediction League, which we're raising money for charity again this year. Uh, you can still jump in if you do the Super Six Prediction League on um, Sky. You can jump in, look out for Will Melius in the YouTube chat, and uh, you can get involved, join the group, raise money. Uh, but this week, Peter Mac- uh, McElroy came out on top of the league with 18 points. A special mention to Steve Thorpe, who came second in 16 with 16. Uh, Steve's the founder of this season's charity, which is the Free Kicks Foundation. Uh, they provide special match day experiences for young children who otherwise wouldn't be able to experience a day out of the football. But let's have a look. At how me and Rodri get on because this is what we enjoy. It's um it's head to head all the way through. I've smashed Rodri into oblivion the last couple of seasons, obviously. But um he's got a massive seven point gap at the moment. Uh I scored six this week, he scored nine, taking his total to uh triple two, 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 which is bad luck 
in cricket and uh, myself on 215. The next round is this week at three o'clock. Luckily for me, there well, is no seven fo- points behind. Yeah, I'm seven points behind, mate. Yeah, I'm thinking so you'll be lost, all right. You lost one again. Uh, not sure, mate. Yeah, you made up three. You made up three points this week. Well done. Just my got to keep it interesting because people are getting bored, didn't they, after the last couple of years? Okay, we, must, we must remember that the, uh, the first season must have an asterisk on it because I didn't start till about October, remember? Okay, yeah, excuses and, all the time, mate. Let's let's talk about the FPL. Well, we can't if you'd let me finish and let what? me not interrupt. There, no F, no fantasy Premier League update this week because of the Premier League winter break. Uh, so this round of fantasy Premier League is spread over two weeks. So unfortunately, we can't discuss that any further. What a shame! Well, we can discuss your position in the league, which is a bottom feeder. Yeah, about as low as it can go, mate. Isn't it? About as low, low as it can go. Lower than the snake's belly, I'd say. Indeed, indeed, indeed. So, mate, there's loads to discuss. Um, obviously, normally we start with your club, Man United. I'm going to give you a break from that for now. We will talk about them a bit later. But uh, I want to talk about a couple of things coming out of uh, the Saudi Arabian League. Steven Gerrard set to uh, extend his contract at Al Etifak. Uh, apologies if I didn't pronounce that correctly. Um, it again. Sorry, I didn't miss that. <laughs> Uh, Al Etifak. According to the Saudi Arabian sources, the club are preparing to announce that he signed a two-year extension, having only joined in July. Uh, Despite uh, struggling for wins this season, they lie eighth in the table. Uh, They finished seventh last season, um, finishing a massive 35 points behind the champions. Um, Look, I don't think it's any secret that I don't think uh, Steven Gerrard is the greatest manager to uh, to ever exist. I don't think that's a secret. Um, but he seems to be struggling out there a little bit. But then, fair play to the club. They're backing him, giving him an extra two years. I'm sure his bank balance will be nicely topped up from that. But alongside that, we have Jordan Henderson has left Saudi Arabia only six months after joining to join Ajax which is uh, an interesting move. So I want your thoughts on kind of those two stories simultaneously, because obviously Jordan Henderson was at Steven Gerrard's club. Um, First of all, is that a blow to Steven Gerrard to lose Jordan Henderson only six months after his move? Um, No, because they've not won a game in eight games. Jordan Henderson played in them games. So, um, no, not a big miss. Um, He's obviously not happy, so... Um, a player on that day is, yeah, it's no good to, to you as a manager. So, yeah, it's unlucky. So, you know, was it worth the money? All the sh- the crap he got for the lot like, of laces and, and and there. So probably wasn't worth it. But you know, he tried it. He's obviously not done his research, thinking it's going to be, you know, all, you know, like maybe a higher level than he thought. Do you, do you think yeah, he thought it was going to be a higher standard? Level, uh, probably the facilities aren't up to date yet, even though the money's. Astronomical, but yeah, he's obviously not done his research, and and his his family are not happy. He wants home, so Dag is always at Ajax now. So see how they do, but they're struggling. So yeah, yeah. it's quite interesting, mate, because um, obviously he signed a three-year contract, which was worth seven hundred grand a week. So for six months, he's had that whopping amount of money 
I, my maths is not great, but uh, you know, he's not struggling for the rent. Um, but interestingly, they've agreed to terminate his contract to facilitate facilitate the move. Um, and now he's gone to Ajax uh, on a two-and-a-half-year deal. So it's a permanent deal. Um, Ajax, as you mentioned, are struggling um, for the first time in a long time. They're, they're, you know, they're struggling in the Dutch league. Do you think that's an intelligent signing from them to bring Jordan Henderson in? I think it might take him a bit of time to get going because of the standard of football he's been playing. But yeah, once he does I, get I going... He's probably earned about £17 million in that geez. six months. Obviously, tax, you know, after he, they won't get tax benefits because I think he's got to stay there for over like two years to receive that tax benefit. So, um, even half of that for six months, you know what I mean? Like, flipping what, that eight, nine million. So, yeah, it's not, uh, it's not too bad. But, you know, it's, hey, the money's not worth the money if you're not happy. So, no, and then it's and... not like he's, you know, he's eating beans on toast every night before he went. So, um, yeah, and the Stephen Jarrell, well, it's good they've stuck by him as long as they're going with the, the long call, but uh, and uh, it's good for him that I think you know, he can he can get his teeth into proper you know coaching, learning the games. He's still a new coach and a new manager, and and then we'll see how he ends up. It, it could make his reputation even worse, but like I say, he'd be uh, a lot more well off, yeah. And I think, look, people criticize the players for going there and the managers for going there. I don't necessarily buy into that side of things because I just think you, you're talking. Me, I won't give a shit. Generational, say, yeah, generational wealth, and yeah. Sorry for the joke, come mate. It's just generational wealth. Like there's, and don't get me wrong, you know, none of these footballers are struggling for cash. I'm not saying that by any means, but you're talking like, what did you say, 17 million in six well, months? He's earning about 30 odd million a year. That's just like. An astronomical years, amount. Three years, do the math. It's, you know, it's a lot of money. Of course. Um, but he's not the only player, Jordan Henderson, who there's been rumours of uh, kind of wanting out of the Saudi league. Benzema has been linked with a move on loan, potentially to Manchester United. He's um, on big though as well, isn't he? He's on, like he's on massive wages years. as well. He was one of the highest plays ones, wasn't he? Him and Ronaldo um, on big <laughs> Would you... As a football, like if you take, I don't really see, understand how United would be able to facilitate his wages with the financial fair play, unless the Saudi club was going to pay the majority. But well, if you went as a loan, from a football point of view, would you take Benzema till the end of the year? Yeah, yeah. You still think he could contribute for, for the potential to keep him if he's up to the if he you know if he can. I'm still sure, go sure at that pace. Like. Left Real Madrid fucking six months ago. Yeah, it's very true. And I think um, the other thing is, I think I think is like if I'm Hoyland and I see Benzema come in, I'm happy because it takes the pressure off him a little bit. But if you're going to learn from, as well, learn from a striker, yeah. mate, there ain't many better to learn from than yeah. from Benzema, one of the you know the modern day great strikers. Um, I personally don't think it'll happen. I just think the wages involved or too much but you never know do you with these loan moves it's always weird like teams can pay the wages and, and stuff like that um but it, it makes a lot of sense to me why do you think these players want out though like you may we've mentioned the amount of money they're earning like why are they looking to get that move do you think because they don't want to live in a desert probably yeah i mean totally different way of life in it totally different way of life yeah, if you if you have your family there, you're probably isolated. 
Um, yeah, you've got lo loads of money, but if you're not happy, what's the worth of having loads of money? You know, like I say, they weren't eating beans on toast before they went. They're multi-millionaires. So he's seen the money and he's gone. He's not done his research. And, he, you know, he's had a six months of unhappy family, him. Uh, you know, it's just a bad experience. And you just go down as an experience. So, um, but like I say, he's probably earned 10 million quid from it. So mm. it, Do you it, think... it, it'll probably soften the blow. Yeah. Do you think if, you know, the likes of Benzema, Henderson, maybe a couple of others start leaving the Saudi league before, you know, they've really stayed there for long. Does that hurt the long-term probability of the Saudi league well, becoming like one of the, the big leagues around the world? Certainly, you know, in terms of football. Because if players aren't hanging around for, them, it's not, for that it's not money. Good. It's not good, is it? No. Um, yeah, I think it's we kind of got to keep keep an eye on it. Like, I think one of the things which surprised me was the lack of fans in the stadiums. Like, that must have been a, quite a big culture shock to some of those players who've come from the Premier League and, and La Liga to then, you know, be kind of in grounds with, like, you know, a couple of thousand of that. I think that's got to have been a bit of a eye-opener for some of them. Um, maybe they thought the ground, you know, speculating obviously, but maybe they thought the grounds were going to be ram-packed. The money's they if they're paying the players this much, the facilities are going to be kind of top level and and whatnot. But I think it, I think you mentioned last week, like if you look at some of the teams, they've got one or two like stars, if you like, from around Europe, and then they're made up of kind of local players, um, and maybe the standard, generally speaking, is not quite where it needs to be for the Saudi league to move on to where it is trying to get to. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe they've, because they've got the money, maybe they run before they can walk, if that makes sense. But yeah. I don't know. Like it's, you know, it's speculation in it, but um, I I am interested by it because obviously, uh, for, you know, in Henderson's case, he took a lot, a lot of shit, a lot of grief for, you know, for going out, uh, going going out there to play after some of the things he had sort of said and stuff. So, like you say, maybe like money, just because you've got money doesn't mean you can't be miserable, you know? It's, it's one of them, isn't it? Uh, did you watch the FA Cup games this week, mate? Mm, watched, sort a bit of. Of West, watched a bit of West Ham and I watched a bit of Blackpool and Forest last night. Um, anything sort of stand out to you, mate, uh, in terms of the results and teams? Obviously, Newport are through three-one away to Eastleigh. They play yourselves. Be a big game for Newport. One like, one like fancy sitting in that stand making now. No, I know, isn't it? Anything like temporary stand, isn't it? Do you know? Um, interestingly, uh, I noticed that uh, former Cardiff City player Aaron Wildig scored for New Newport on. Uh, uh, oh, really? So that was quite interesting, and. Uh, yeah, it's like I, I see a lot of people, a lot of people just almost writing off Newport and saying, you know, Man United just got to go and win. And like, it's it's like we haven't watched the FA Cup for the last 30, 40 years as adults and seen these teams. Sorry, sorry. Do you want a bet? No, no. Look, of course they should win. I, I understand that. Of course they should. But how many times have we seen it over the years, mate? Not no. Manchester United, the League Two game, the League Two time. 
Wrexham beating Arsenal with Mickey Thomas's oh free kick God, back in the day. That's like 30 odd years ago. But that's what I'm saying. That's it was like, well, There's always a couple every year. So if United all over, I guess what right. I'm saying is if right. they're not at it's it. It's like comparing like Newport to Cardiff. You're comparing Arsenal to Man United. Come on. Yeah, yeah, I guess. I'm just saying, like, if United are not at it. Just blind the Arsenal fans that. <laughs> we love a bit of that, but, but um, it is still factually correct. Come on, there's, 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 yeah, Arsenal, I, very big club, but come on, yeah, especially at that time, I suppose, as well. But, um, be, what would be interesting, mate, is if he does, he, he tends not to rotate in the cup, does he? Like, he does tend to play as pretty strong. There's no need to now, we're out of the Champions League. This is the only yeah. cup you can really realistically win. So yeah. why, would make sure. why would you even give a chance? Let's go there, get a professional job done. Uh I just play like athletes. You know, like play McTominay, big, strong, uh uh Maguire fit, get Martinez a game, a nice nice little game for him. Uh Wan Basaka. Uh, Could be some Hoyland. goals for Hoyland. Hoyland. Fill your boots, come on. Yeah, and I mean, look, it should be. Won't play Rashford. I won't play Rashford. I play Ganacho and someone else. So he got to, it's ten days from today. I just saw. So like with that, you know, Casemiro is going to be back fit where he was he's training, so he should probably play an hour. You'd think. Then the keeper Bayern Door is going to make his debut. I would have thought because Onana's in the in the Afcon. Very, very... Might get a game. He's back training, I think, as well. Is he? Yeah. There you go. Yeah. So they're the players I would actually play. Is the, you know, obviously Bayern is going to have to play unless they play Tom Heaton. Um, you know, Martinez, Casemiro, Mount. I'd probably play Hoyland to try and, you know, keep his scoring run going. But, um, you know, if they go there, I guess with a bad attitude, which some of the time this year their attitude hasn't been great. Newport are going to be up for it, mate. The crowd's going to be behind them. It's a small crowd, but it'll be a, you know, it'll be loud. We saw Leeds go to Cardiff famously in the FA Cup. They were top of the Premier League at the time, and Cardiff were, you know, lowly, lowly second division, and um, they didn't like it up them. So ask Rio Ferdinand. He compared it to playing in Turkey. Newport will be up for it. So United will have to be professional. If they're professional and they play like they can, they'll win. We know this, but. I just think, you know, we've seen it so many times over the years. A couple of other ties which interest me um, that Side, weekend. Not with Manchester United, you haven't. I was going to say, when I'm trying to think back, there must have setting been... Them, setting them up here to fail, aren't they? There's no way they get to Yeah, there. no way. Fucking well, Newport County. <laughs> I'm trying to think, I'm trying to think where of any, like, shocks involving United. I don't Leeds remember United, a lot. Leeds United was one. They were League One side at the time. Played at Old Trafford. J- uh, Jermaine Beckford scored 1 0. That's right. I remember that. Um, so, Will just put in the comments New- uh, Newport have knocked out a few Premier League teams in the FA Cup Will, uh, over the Will, recent years. Not <laughs> Manchester United. FA Cup shocks involving Man United. I, I don't really. Like, no, we're lot. talking like, like Fulham or Bournemouth. Right. Yeah, no, I mean like real shocks, like because I think championship teams and Premier League. Exeter Premier... drew United once as well. Sure. Yeah. Um. So let's have a look. Jose Mourinho lost to Bristol City 
uh, away at Bristol City in the FA Cup. Um, United, yeah, but this is yeah. league. That's a championship side. They're, you know, championship side. Leeds United, statical. This is Newport County. Come on. Yeah, I, I agree. Like, there's a difference. There's a big difference between a championship side, which is well funded. They get beat there, then forget it. I'm just <laughs> boycotting. I'm just not watching them this season. <laughs> they shouldn't even be at Manchester United. They get beat off Newport County. Come on, this is not being disrespectful. This is arguably one of the biggest clubs in the world. You go into a second division outfit who get like two and a half, three thousand fans. Yeah. No, I don't. Like, like I said, uh, if they play like they can, you'd expect United to go through. Uh, yeah, South I End. Hope, I, would, I would hope the pitch is hanging, it's windy, it's raining, and then, you know, anything they can get for advantage and make, make it a game for them. That's the only way they're going to get a result. If the pitch is hanging, it's pissing down the rain. That wind coming off Newport, coming off from 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 the from the sea. Yeah, that's the only way. In two thousand and six, under Fergie, uh, Southend beat United one 0 in the League Cup fourth round. Uh, the team contained John O'Shea, Wes Brown, Sylvester, Ronaldo, Rooney. It happens, mate. It happens. All all very all very early on in the uh, careers. Rooney come in two thousand four, so but he was he was. Quality when he come, but Ronaldo was still wasn't Ronaldo when he left. No, no, he wasn't the, the Ronaldo that he turned out to be. Not experienced um, players. It, it, it can happen, but this is, again, South and United were a big, were, were kind of biggest club. This is Newport County with a team that have not played for two weeks, fresh, ready to go. You'd think so, wouldn't you? I tell you what, an interesting game which I really like the look of is Blackburn versus Wrexham. Because Blackburn have been awful in the league this year, so Wrexham will fancy that. Wrexham will give. Wrexham will give. I've watched Wrexham a few times this season, and they'll give anyone a good game. They're they're, they're a decent outfit, Wrexham. They play some good football, and they've got they? real real quality up front, and it makes yeah. a difference. Mate, you go when you got like Paul Mullen scores goals, but when you got the experience, Fletcher. Yeah, if you're making chance after chance after chance and missing and missing and missing, you're gonna get beat. If you've got one kid there, just one chance, boom, goal. Yeah. And then the other thing with that is is if Wrexham were to get um, an early-ish goal, you could see the Blackburn fans turning and getting a bit frustrated and groaning. The anxiety will take a good crowd, won't they? Oh, 100%. Yeah, they'll take a good few couple of thousand over the fall. Be a good one, mate. Be a good one. Um, what else would I like? Uh, there was another one I really like the look of. Everton at Luton. I know it's an all Premier League game, but I like the look of that. Ipswich Town at home to Maidstone United. That's a good one because I've Ipswich yeah, have been Ipswich flying. At home. If it was at Maidstone, mm, no, Ipswich at home. It is, it, is, it is weird how these FA Cup games spring up some, though, don't they? They spring up these. They just always yeah, do. Every yeah, year there's them, Yeah, no, I don't know why I'm, I'm like so sure we United them, but come on. Well, like on paper and, and everything, you know, in between, like they should win, shouldn't they? Let's be honest. Like, like their team has probably cost like two million. Fucking. Yeah, I mean. It's just, it's one of those things, well, isn't it? 11 versus 11, man gets sent off early for United. 10 versus 11, never look, know. United, um, 
there's uh, there is some anxiety there in that United side when they get put under pressure, and I think you know Newport can will think that they can get at them. You, you're going to pay for this, mate. Someone's going to clip this up, and Newport are going to win one nil, and they're going to never live it down. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Setting yourself up for it, but no, like I said, it's understandable. Like they should win, but but it's just. One of them things, mate, isn't it? Um, <laughs> did you see this stuff about Qatar? Um, uh, that supposedly they didn't have the funds and that was why they never really got going with their move and stuff. All feels a bit Glazer PR-y to me myself, but who am I? I don't know. I've got no idea. No, did you see as that soon as, stuff? as soon as I've seen Glazer in the centres, I just... No. Switch off. Yeah, yeah just um, it out of the club then. No, I watch them. I'm a big NFL fan. Tampa mm. Bay in the playoffs. They're all of them are at the game. You know, getting stuck in, mm-hmm. supporting. Yeah, it just makes me sick. They're horrible for people. Do you know? Uh, I tell you, who has been doing well in the Afcon is uh, Sofia and Amrabat, mate. He had a blinder oh, yesterday. I never really. watch. I never watch um, the African nation. I don't know why. I've never really got into it. It's just a weird time of year, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It is straight. I watched a little bit of the the Morocco game, and um, Sofian Amrabat made like it makes you wonder why he's not playing, and if it's like more of a financial decision, because way I think he'd be perfect alongside Mainu over these last few weeks. But I just don't know, mate. It's very strange to me. They brought him the in. Out they, this, the jury's out, Miss Manager. You know, the clock's ticking on him. He needs to sort it out. But do you so think some of it's self-inflicted with the manager? Because I think oh, he's... Because play, you look at Tottenham players, they've been missing players, but they still play the same way. Some player comes in, they still play the same way, they know what they're doing. What the fuck are we doing? We don't mm. do the same shit every season. It's every year. I mean, every week. It's, it's, it's dreadful. But do you not think the pressure that Ten Hag is under, right? When you consider he had a good first season, yeah? Comes you with the job, that. Mate. You think that, yeah, United. but you think that would buy him like a little bit of breathing space. But that, do you think? Has, and it has, and it has. But do you think but he's, he's brought on 14, 15 times this year? Still, so I mean, yeah, yeah, man, I, I, I get what you mean. But do you think 14, he's brought it on 15 himself? Times some at home, selections. some like West Ham and Bournemouth. Come on, mm. I mean, even that the first game of the season, the Wolves game, they were very lucky to get away, get out with a, a one 0 win, wasn't it? I've seen them play well once. What was the game? Yeah, there's like a handful of games. Chelsea, Everton, yeah, uh, Villa. Even that Everton Everton. game, even that Everton game, Everton had chances to go go up. I mean, don't get me wrong. I I think it's very clear. You could see straight away when Martinez came on against Spurs. He's a special, special defender. And he's a big part. It sounds weird for a centre-back, but he is a massive part of how United played last year because he's the one who... Play is able to fizz it in through the lines to a Manu to a Bruno. They haven't got that without him. There's nobody else in the defense who could who can break the lines like he does, whilst also having the aggression and the rest of it. And no, no. But I that's what I was saying. So I think the manager has brought on the, a lot of the pressure that he's got under now himself by continually picking McTomney, for instance, when. There was other options. Not when there was no other options, but when there was other options, but he kept picking him and they kept having the same issues, causing Bruno to have to cover him, blah, blah, blah. We've talked about it to death. Refusal to play certain players, 
sticking by Rashford probably a bit too long when he was out of form. Just, a, you know, a whole host of different selections which were avoidable, in my opinion. Um, I did see an interesting thing the other day. Obviously, Sancho came and got a assist in his first game, didn't he? And he was late for his medical. Fucking hell. I tell you what, mate. It's, some people just never learn, do they? Um, <coughs> but um, what was interesting is I've seen a few people saying that maybe Ineos will make a statement whether Ten Hag stays or goes, they might get rid of Anthony in the summer. Would you be? A, do you think he deserves time to try and settle in Manchester? He's obviously had some off the field distractions. Big, he can't. He, he's not in control of his price tag. Do you think he deserves another, like next season, to try and show that he's good enough, or do you think that maybe they no, might? I do. Yeah, I do. I do think he should uh, give him another year. It's not his fault that it's 90 million, but he's got pace, he's got quality, just, yeah, and he's coaching, he's something needs to drop in him. He's got the, the tools, um, but it's just, it's just predictable, isn't it? Very predictable. Yeah. I mean, if you're a striker, you would hate to play with him. Hate. Well, do you know, um, if you remember uh, about a month ago, I said they should try Ant when Rashford was dropped. I said try Anthony on the left and Garnacho on the right to actually use their pace to beat a man and put a bloody cross in. And Garnacho, I think, looks better on the right. I got to say, I look. He had a really tough game against that um, undoggy in it from Spurs because he was really, really physically strong, really quick, difficult well, game. Well, Garnacho can go both ways anyway. So yeah. And I just think maybe that would suit Anthony, but Rashford looked better against Spurs marginally. Well, he certainly maybe put some effort in. Um, yeah, it's a weird one, Matt. I just do you think Ten Hag stays after this season? I, don't I got know. a feeling. I, I got a feeling know. they might go. I don't know. It's, it's a difficult one, that mate. I don't know. It's, I guess uh, it, all it all depends. It depends how the season finishes. Yeah, and I mean, I suppose if you know if and Martinez, Casemiro, Mount all come back and they start firing and they go on a bit of a run, you know, finish fifth, but win like, win the FA Cup, I could see them keeping him then because I think he's got a he's got a point. Like he's had really important injuries. He has he still hasn't been able to play Hoyland, Mount, etc. with the core players from last year. So I think there is an argument for that, but on the other side of things, I think he's like he's brought on a lot of problems himself. Um, <clears throat> before we do our predictions, mate, I want to uh, talk a bit about the championship. Uh, Cardiff City still haven't signed anyone, which is no surprise. Um, I talked about last night. There's uh, a few rumours of dissension in the ranks and stuff, which is always handy as you're trying to, you know. Get yourself ramped up for the second part of the season. Um, a bit of good news though for Cardiff City. Aaron Ramsey's uh, back in training. I think that's that's massive to get him back. Obviously, a quality player. Um, this they've got to get players in. Ultimately, like if they don't get players in, they're going to struggle. It's just fact of life. Um, but Leicester flying they've actually opened up a, a seven point gap now at the top between them and Ipswich I they did lose their last game but do you think 
Leicester might pull away from that group now in the Championship. Yes, 100%. Just looking at the table now, yeah, 100%. They've... Um... Southampton look poised to catch Ipswich, don't they? As Southampton, well? Southampton look strong. And what have they got? 46, but they've got 19 games left and there's seven points. But it's the way they're playing. They're looking really strong, aren't they? Yeah, and Ipswich have just um, faltered a little bit recently. Dropped, you know, they drew three on the bounce after losing one. They did win their last game, but I mean, the Ipswich. I said it to you before. Ipswich, I thought looked the best side I'd seen Cardiff play this year. Um, although I did think Leeds, I thought Leeds were very good at, at Cardiff on Saturday, but Cardiff gave them way too much respect. Just let them play. It was. Frustrating it's as hell. There's always one that um, misses out, really, but it looks like there's going to be two that misses out this year because Leeds look pretty strong as well. Yeah, yeah, I think I, that top four, mate. I would would not be surprised if two of them go up and the other two end up in the playoff final, like just because of the quality of them. Uh, but there's always a team. There's always a late runner, though, isn't there? Always, and like it could be you know Cardiff, Sunderland, Norwich, Middlesbrough. Middlesbrough. I think Middlesbrough could be in a good position because when I look at Middlesbrough, they've got the experience of last year going close. They've had a rough start to the season and they've really built up a bit of momentum. I rate Carrick. They've got a good squad. And I think they could be the ones who uh, have got that bit of experience from last year to put a late run together. But then Sunderland, the same as well. I think Sunderland, the one thing with Sunderland, which they don't have this year, is um Ahmad. I thought like obviously he was their player of the year. He created and scored a lot of goals for them and they haven't got him this year. But even though with Cardiff they they stood um you know, in the last few years, last couple of years they've been floating fighting relegation Well so I had this discussion yesterday. They are and if you had asked me at the start of the season, 18th of January, you're going to be sat 13th with the embargo lifted and the rest of it, I'd have been thrilled and I would have snapped your hand off for it. But with the championship being as it is, if Cardiff you know, lose three or four games of the next five, they're going to be dragged right back into that relegation. But equally, if you win three or four out of your next five, you could be right up in the playoffs as well. So it's such a mad league, mate. Isn't well, it? We have 15 points from relegation at the minute. So Yeah, mate. But look, if you look at the teams two. behind them... Um, Bristol, Swansea, Millwall. Uh, look at the former Millwall. They've won. They've only lost one in the last five games. They've all those teams, like those four yeah, or five Sheffield, teams behind Wednesday, you. QPR, Rotherham. Yeah. Huddersfield, yeah, look. Birmingham. They're all struggling. I think it's very unlikely that Cardiff get dragged into the, you know, into the proper, into the relegation You're zone. You're just neg- negative Nelly, aren't you? Yeah, mate. Of course. I'm a Cardiff City fan. I've had years of it. But I, I do think we're safe. But I'd be also disappointed if our season fizzles out because we haven't really strengthened in January and we end up sort of like 19 for 20th. And it's like, come on, that's it. Like we have to a good start this season. Back the manager now in in January. It sounds like they're trying to get some stuff done. Hopefully that'll come to fruition over the next couple of days. But um, the championship, I just enjoy it so much. It's so like cut and thunder and... You know, anyone can beat anyone on their day. Like, I'll just pick a game out with a out of the blue now. Sunderland play Hull. 
on Friday the 19th, uh, 19th of January, right? Hull have been not been struggling a little bit of recent. They've lost four of their last five, right? Hull have. Um, Sunderland's doing well just outside the playoffs. If you told me that Hull go and beat Sunderland at Sunderland, I wouldn't be surprised. But Hull have lost four of their last five games. It's it's just a crazy, crazy league. And um, I it's enjoyable, mate. I enjoy it more than I enjoy the Premier League at the moment. I feel like the Premier League is so commercialised and it's, I find it very difficult sometimes to get into it because you know who's going to... You almost know who's going to... You know, who's going to win and who's going to be up there. I suppose there is a bit of that refreshing side of it this year with the Villas and the like, you know, some other teams up there. But I don't know. I mean, Villa's still there in third in the Premier League, level on points with Man City. Yeah. Um, Arsenal, level on points with Spurs in fourth and fifth. I think United are going to st- struggle, mate. Even if they put a run together, I think they'll struggle to get pl- uh, Champions League this year. I really do. Think, yeah, yeah, because I just think <clears throat> if you look at the top four now, Liverpool, City, Villa, and Arsenal, they all look very consistent this year. Tottenham look fairly consistent. They hey, do, mate. Hey, when, when you, you, Arsenal just been beat three times. Yeah, I know, but Arsenal's a small club, isn't it? I'm on about the big clubs like Liverpool, City, Villa. Oh, exactly, yeah, and Tottenham, of course. You know, former FA Cup winners back in the day. Um. But no, I think the only one you would, only one you you think you would would could struggle was Villa, just from an experience from, point of view, isn't it? Coming to the end of the stretch, you get you know it's a different kind of pressure. They've got to keep it up. They've got to win every game. They're playing. They, they play all them top teams at the top in a week and and not get anything. So and there's nine points lost straight away. So yeah, it's um, and. It, You'd expect United, Chelsea, or Brighton, one of them, or maybe Newcastle, to on the stretch to to, to get a run of games going. Yeah, I, Chelsea I, by say like an Ivan Tony. Yeah, I mean that's going to be interesting. Is who gets him because Arsenal want him. Chelsea have been rumored to be after him. I heard a whisper the other week or read somewhere somewhere that Tottenham wouldn't mind another striker. It's whether they've got the money. Like Ivan Tony, what do you reckon? 60, 70 million? Do you think about that? No, 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 no. More than that. More, no. more than 70? Yeah, yeah. Scores Oof. 20 goals a season, mate, for, like, for Brentford. Yeah, I just meant off the back of a ban. Though, Brentford don't have to sell him. You're looking at north of 100 million, mate. I mean, round about 90 to 100 million. A Brentford in trouble, mate. They've lost five on the bounce. They're three points ahead of the relegation zone. If they lose Ivan Tony as well now in January, would you worry for him? Well, they'd bring someone in, wouldn't they? They'd try and bring someone in as well. Wouldn't they? If they got that money, they just need to do this business early. If they don't, then they keep him and he probably keeps them up. So that's that. Then again, they get 100 million for staying in the Premier League. So it's, um, it's a difficult one. But you'd think you would think if they're going to get rid of him, they'd do it pretty sharpish and have someone lined up. Yeah, you'd be. I'd like. I surely they wouldn't drag it out until the last week of the window if they're going to sell him. Even if they're going to sell him for big bucks, because they've got to get someone in. I know he hasn't played this year, but the the thought of him coming back and the lift he would have given that squad. Scored three goals. So 
yeah like it's a weird one isn't it um so we'll do our predictions now i just just looking at chelsea's form chelsea have went three on the bounce line so yeah i just think united might might struggle but if i stick with what i thought a couple of weeks ago which was when Casemiro and Martinez come back, I think you'll see a big uptake in how United play. I think um, I think someone's going to struggle, struggle in, in uh, Plymouth. Okay. Me too. Home <laughs> Park. I played there. Home Away park. from home. Right, let's do some predictions then, my friend. Uh, I'll do the first one, you do the second one. Norwich versus West Brom. I've gone 2-1 to West Brom. Norwich at home. Yeah, to West Brom. Two one West Brom for me, mate. West Brom. Being... Norwich. Oh, interesting. West Brom being banging form. Um, home home team. They're only like fucking five points behind them, so they're not. It's the championship, mate. Come on. And I, if Norwich can win, it closes that gap, doesn't it? Which what were we just saying? Um, Bristol City in the Championship. Bristol City at home to Watford. What you got? Two two. I've gone uh, one one. Uh, Brentford Copy, at home. Copying me there. <laughs> I've already got what? mine in, mate. Brentford at home to Nottingham Forest. I've gone two one Forest. Um, because I think Forest have been in good form, but I think Brentford have been struggling. They're literally if, a point separating them. I don't think so, mate. I'm not sure though. I can try and find that out because that I'm would sure make a difference. Three one. Three one Brentford. Interesting. Yeah, I think he'd give him a massive lift, especially at home. I didn't consider live and Tony, but that's why you're here, mate, isn't it? For the the stats, the analysis. The professionalism. Um, Ivan Tony, is he back? Because if he's back, I am going to change my result. Fuck's sake. Shouldn't have told me, should you? Ivan Tony is back. So I'm getting punished for doing research. Me on research. Go on. Mm. Um, so I'm going I'm to change it from Forest 2-1 to, to... What did you say? 3-1 Brentford. Brentford. I'll go 2-1. 2 nil Brentford. Uh, Leeds at home to Preston North End, mate. I've got two three nil. one Leeds, me. Two nil Leeds. Good shout, good shout. Um, and then next up, we've got uh, Sheffield United at home to West Ham United. I've gone with three one to West Ham. Tell me why I'm wrong. Uh, one nil Sheffield United. Interesting. I think uh, I think it's unlikely they keep a clean sheet. Although Meng, uh, not Mengi, who's the centre back for Sheffield United? The uh, oh, what's his name? It's going to bug me. I'll find that out now. Uh, I've gone three-one West Ham with that one. Um, so, lastly, with the uh, Bournemouth at home to Liverpool, I've gone two-one to Liverpool, but I was not confident in that at all. I've gone three-one Liverpool. Because uh, Bournemouth have been very, very good, haven't they? And they've won four of the last Actually, five I'm games. Actually, I've gone 3-2. So I've gone 2-1. Two, two yeah. Do you think they hold on to Slanky, mate, in January? Yes, yes. I think they grab it, keep him in January, sell him in the yeah. summer, probably. Mate, he was minging a year ago. He's yeah, just it's mad, it's like mad how it changes, isn't it? I'd like cooler jets on him. <laughs> 
because he could yeah. go somewhere and do that again. So he's happy scoring goals. Give him, you know, kill your jets on him. He's, you know, just need to see if it well, pans out. If he stay, if they stay up, mate, which it looks like, you know, they might do, or they will do because they've been having a good season. I'd be if I was him, and I, you know, I can't speak for his personal situation, etc. But if I was him, I'd think about staying at Bournemouth. Bournemouth have really done well over the last few years. And like you said previously, he was shite. Mate. So the grass isn't ever, always greener, mate. mate. Have, you ever, have, you ever, have you ever been to Bournemouth? I have not, no. Is it a shithole? No, not at all. Is it a lovely place? There's a lot of old people there. Is there? It's not a young footballer type vibe, is it? <laughs> not like loads of girls and no. the rest of lovely it. Lovely place, though. Lovely place in the summer. Yeah, I, I might have to check it out, mate. I like, you know, our old people are fitting in there. Yeah, it's a lovely place in the summer, but, you know, there's a lot of uh, the, the average age is, you know, old. On the old side. <laughs> um, yeah, Sheffield United, Robinson, it was the centre back I was thinking of. Um, they don't team, tend to keep a lot of clean sheets, so I think West Ham will score. Um, but there we go. I think, you know, West Ham have played a couple of games, they played the FA Cup. Sheffield United have not been doing anything, so Chris Wilder is a really good coach. So I think it'll be a, a 1 0. Uh, he'll be coaching just on this game alone for like six, seven, eight days. So they'll be, be well prepared. And that's why, that's why I'm just picking 1 0. Good shout, mate. Um, very just quickly before we finish, breaking news uh, Forest Green have sacked Troy Deeney after just told six you that games. I could have told well, you. I saw it just before we started, I saw a thing saying. Um, he had been banned for four games or something because he got, I don't know if he got sent off or whatever. And then it just came up again saying he's been sacked. So, not sure. Something happened on the sideline, did it? I don't know, mate. He's, um, I don't know. My mate said that he's gone. Brown, Elvis. Elvis, ready, but <laughs> picture Elvis, Elvis. Um, it say, all it says is Troy Deeney was sacked after six games in charge of the League Two side. Deeney was in his first managerial role, apologised earlier this week for criticising his own players following a defeat by Harrogate, saying he allowed his emotions to get the better of him. They set six, seven points above. Well, again, relegation Mate, zone. It's so, so, so it just, it's just amateur hour. How you think you're going to get performance? You're a manager, coach them better. Keep things in house. You don't have to do things for clicks. What a bell end! And I'd be very surprised if he gets a job again. Do you know it's weird though, right? Is um, it's like I played you... in the Premier League. Well, this, this I is what I was going to ask you. One of them, mate. Fuck off. Do you think that some of these players, like Troy Deeney, Rooney, whoever, who've played you know Premier League football at least? Do you think when they coach the lower league players, they get frustrated because those players aren't capable of what they expect? Are you or... fucking putting Troy Deeney and Wayne? No, no, I'm not. I just, I would, just the first two that I could think of who played in the Premier League and managing at a lower level. There's a few others around as well. Maybe even Gerard is the side putting it. Oh, Gerard's just shite. Um, yeah, yeah, poss- possibly, possibly. Like, but... just, do you know what I mean? Troy, like, they just Troy, expect Troy them Troy to be Deeney, able to. Come on. Come on. He wasn't. He wasn't fucking. Man. He wasn't. You know, Alan Shearer. No. Come on. Yes, he played he, in the Premier League and he scored some goals. But come on, 
doesn't mean you can talk like talk and treat people like the fucking idiots because yeah. you played in the Premier League. So fuck he looks off. like he said something Take on P forty five up and fuck off. <laughs> it looks like he said something on like the rate like local radio or something and was quite critical of the players. Quite personal by the looks of it as well. Can't do it. Can't do no. it, mate. Can't, can't do it. Even though you want to, you say it and you say it in house, and then you yeah. go out and praise them and say, you know, they need to work. Blah, blah, blah. But you don't start. You roll out the cliches to the press. Killing your players. Come on. Mm. That's what cliches. Just tell him to fuck off. <laughs> I'm being serious. I'm being serious. Yeah. What the fuck are you going on about? You're a dickhead, mate. Just coach us. You're a dick. Coach us and win games. Don't just fucking try and hammer us personally on fucking. On, on the radio, like. On, on the media. You're a mm. dickhead. Like, I'll reiterate pick your P45 off and fuck off. We'll leave it there, mate. Uh, as always, appreciate your honesty. It's, uh, you know, my favourite thing about the show, mate. No cliches here. We'll say how it is. Say it how we think it is. Say it what we think. And no holding back. Uh, as always, mate, appreciate it. Um, UFC on the weekend. Looking good. Uh, got uh, got our Welsh brethren, Oban Elliott, on the, on the prelims nice. as well. Nice. We're watching good. that. I'll be up Saturday watching that. It's a good Let's card. have it. Um, if I stay up to watch it all, that's another story. But yeah, it's, uh, no. I'll watch it. It's just so late, mate. It's too old for it these yeah. days. Uh, as always, check out the channels, check out everything else, like, share, subscribe, all that good stuff. Uh, I'll be back tomorrow for a quick preview of Cardiff City versus Plymouth in the evening. Until then, we bid you farewell in a bit. <laughs> Sports Social Podcast Network.